Amen. I want to welcome our audience from the internet. You're all welcome into this service tonight. And we're going to thank God for it. Amen. We serve a good God. Amen. You know, I was, I was a while ago and, and it just kind of, kind of maneuvered me another direction tonight. And I want to go that way. Uh, I was sitting in the back and I was telling my mama and Janice, my wife, I felt such a peace. I said it was just, just a calm, it was a peace, it was not. I was just at peace. And you know, I think a lot of Christians today are losing the peace of God in their lives. There's something that God wants to promise us, and he has promised us, is that he gives us peace. You know, in the situations we're going on with all this COVID stuff, and you know, why should we fear? Now, I'm not taking it lightly that you know, this stuff is real or not. I'm just sure that God has given us more greater peace than COVID could ever defeat us with. I don't think COVID is, is powerful enough to defeat a child of God. Now, there's a lot of Christians that get sick. I understand that. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about if God has promised us we can be healed, we're healed. If God promises we're going to be saved, we're saved. If God settles that in heaven with his word, then, then the word is true. I am not looking for defeat. I'm not looking for sickness. I'm not looking for failure. I'm looking for the victory in Christ. Somebody hearing me tonight? I'm looking for what Jesus offers, offers us through his word. If God be for me, you know, I was that God be for me, who could be against me? I was telling the brother that a couple of days ago. I said, you understand what, what that verse is telling us? Amen. I'm going to get it. <laughs> you know that God is on your side? God is greater than Coven. God is greater than sickness. I'm going to have to put a tape on it. <laughs> God is greater than sickness. Come on, somebody. God is greater than, than anything that you can go through that the devil can throw at you. Because, you see, Satan don't want you to know that God gives peace to those that trust him. God gives peace to those that love him. God's word is never going to change. It's always going to be the same. You know, I was talking to Boogie about the early Christians that died with lions tearing them all to pieces and Burning them into steak. They died with the peace of God. <laughs> they gave their life because they believed in what Jesus did at Calvary. And I'm not saying they didn't have fear. I'm not saying they didn't want to, you know, they, they, they wanted to die. But in their heart, they knew this was true. They knew the word of God was true. They know Jesus Christ was the son of God and he died for their sins. They had a peace about their faith. <laughs> Come on, somebody. They had a peace about what they believed. Let me read you a verse. You don't have to open your mouth. Just trust me, it's in the Bible. Isaiah 26, 3 says, You will keep him in perfect peace. Who's you? Me and you. Us. Whose mind is stayed in you. 
because he trusts in you. Let me read that again. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on Jesus. Perfect peace whose mind, listen, when I start listening to all that politic junk, I get upset. And you know what? I ain't got, I ain't got time for that stuff. It angers me because I know that there's corruption. And you want to see what's done, done right. But if I stay all day long listening to that stuff, I'm going to be miserable. Come on. If I listen to that stuff all the time, I'm going to be miserable. I won't have peace. Because all I hear is division. All I hear is hate. All I hear is who's right and who's wrong and who's fighting for this and who's fighting for that. Who's going to get what they want? You know, God's word has to be, that word I want to use, supreme. (laughs) I told you the other day when I'm looking for a big word, I go check with Boogie because he knows all of them. Amen. I'm just simple. (laughs) God's word is supreme. Whatever goes on in this nation, God's word is supreme. Whatever goes on in in this world, God's word is supreme. You know when all that dust is going to settle and all that fighting is going to stop, when all this strife and hate is going to end, God's word is still going to be supreme. (laughs) Many men have tried to get rid of this book. The Romans, the religious people in Jesus' day, all the way back to the beginning, Satan has tried to get God's word out. He got Adam and Eve to deny God by lying to them and making them believe. You sure God said that? Eve said, God said, don't eat of the tree lest you touch it, lest you die. You sure God said that? Watch, all through history, even in false religion. I could start naming a few. I'm not going to do that tonight. Everywhere God's word is sure, they unsure it. Everywhere God's word is settled, they unsettle it. Some of the most unsettled people, oh, wait a minute, go to church. (laughs) Come on. Because some believe this and some believe that and some believe, why can't we just believe what the Bible says? You want perfect unity? Believe what the Bible says. You want perfect peace? Believe what the Bible says. But you might be interpreted another way. I ask people, why do you interpret the Bible a certain way? Do you, do you want the Bible to say what you want it to say? Huh? Well, maybe I, I like my little life a little bit. When your life is, is, is confusing and your life is disturbed because God says something, it's not God's fault, it's your fault. <laughs> Nothing wrong on his end, you have to change. You'll never get perfect peace doing your will. Man, I, <laughs> you'll never get perfect peace doing your will. You have to walk in the will of God. What is God's word? God's word is his will. Listen, I don't care what a preacher says. I don't care what a priest says. I'm going to tell you the honest truth. I don't care if, if it ain't in this book, they've lost me. I don't want to hear it. Seriously. I'm at that point right now. I'm so... So fed up with the world. I'm so fed up with false religion. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm so fed up with what I see out there. The only thing that promises me hope <laughs> is this book. The only thing that gives me strength is this book. The only thing that gives me f- hope for the future, for the coming of Christ, is this book. 
When the world's going to be all messed up, God's word's still going to stand. Hallelujah. That's what my peace is at. And what God said. Excuse me. You will keep him in perfect peace. Isaiah 26, 3. I'm going to quote it again because I'm going to read it. Whose mind is on you. <laughs> Can't find peace in the government. Can't find peace in religion. Come on, somebody. You ain't going to find peace in a preacher <laughs> or, or, or rabbi or priest. Your mind has to be on Jesus. Come on, not on me, on Jesus. Not on, not, not on religion, on Jesus. Not on the government, on Jesus. Your mind, how do you keep your mind on Jesus? Listen, any time Satan comes to put confusion in your mind, put it on Jesus. When you don't, you're not certain, when you're, confu when you're confused, keep your mind on Jesus. He's given us perfect peace. The peace of God, let, let the peace of God rule your heart. Now, what that means is govern your heart. When something is ruling something, it's governing it, right? When you got somebody ruling something, he governs you. So when the peace of God rules your heart, then you're going to enjoy salvation and grace more than you could about imagine. Praise God. Because you can't have joy without peace. Come on, somebody. You can't enjoy the salvation without peace. You can't enjoy grace without peace. Come on. Those two, those go together. Praise God. You can't have one without the other. If you're missing one of them, the other ones are not going not gonna to be real to you. Hallelujah. You're not going to enjoy your walk with God. Hallelujah. I might start shouting over here. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2, turn there. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13. I'm going to show you something. God is good. Amen. Many, many times I've got confused. You know, you ever got troubled about something? And you, excuse me, my nose is bothering me. I, if you heard it, you're going to hear the next podcast. You're going to hear me sound like a frog, amen? Because I've been having sinus problems. But you know what? God is still faithful. When the world is confused, why, why is the church confused? Why is the church troubled? Because uh, maybe our minds are not on God. I like Donald Trump. I voted for him. I'm not ashamed of that. But Donald Trump can't bring joy to, to me. Right. <laughs> Donald Trump is not the answer for the church. Just like Joe Biden's not the answer for the church. All this stuff going on is not. We, our minds are to be on him. Perfect peace. Our minds are going to be on him. Anytime we place a man in the place of God or a religion or a denomination, whatever it might be, when we start saying, I'm, I'm going to heaven because I belong to Coda Homes Full Gospel Church, well, you, you, you just lie to yourself because Coda Homes Full Gospel Church or Fellowship Church, <laughs> I'm still stuck on the two names, Fellowship Church cannot save you. This is a place to come to find the word of God. This is a place to come to get an answer from God. But just coming here won't save you. 
Just come in here and it's, it's a good place to start. You come in here to the word. You hear the word of God. You believe it. The peace of God comes upon you. That's not what I'm talking about. But the peace ain't going to come to your mind and stayed on Jesus. If we come to church, especially on Sunday morning, and we, and, and, and we start worshiping God in our minds upon Jesus, you can shake this building apart, man. Because of the power of worship. The power of praise. The Spirit of God moving, hallelujah, in the heart of those that believe Him. The peace of God will come all over you, praise God. Listen, I was sitting right there and I felt it, praise God. I don't know why. I just felt, I'm not discouraged because we don't see a lot of people tonight. I would like to see them, but still I felt the peace of God. I said, we're going to come here. Amen. We're going to keep on preaching. Amen. We're going to keep on preaching. God's going to do his work. We, he's just looking for willing vessels. Amen. Hallelujah. He's just looking for people that are willing to stand. Praise God. Find a few good men and women that will believe God and believe God for a move. Praise God. That people will get saved. Lives will change. Bodies will be healed. Praise God. These great things will happen when we start trusting in the Lord. We start believing what he said in his word. And the only way you're going to get that peace I'm talking about is when you're going to accept that word. Praise God. That's the only answer. Come on. Yes. The only answer. There's a lot of people out there that, that are preaching things that want to take the, the peace of God away from you. I said that one time, and I thought to a preacher, I, I know, I said, you know what we've done? We preach faith right out of the church. We preach the fear of God right out of the church. We preach the power of God right out of the church. You know, we've, we've, let, we've let religious men explain the gospel away from us. I'm going to tell you something. Everything in this book, from Genesis to Revelation, is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. Don't let a preacher ever tell you, go, God done away with miracles. That's a lie. Jesus said, these works that I do, but greater works are you do, because I go unto my Father. It's very clear through the Bible that if there's any sick among you, call on the elders of the church. Anointed with all the prayer, faith, or heal the sick. And they have committed any sin, it'll be forgiven. That's still operating in the church. You know what, preacher, that, preacher, I tell you that? Because you don't have any faith. He just has good words. Things that sound nice. But he can't demonstrate what he believes. Because he don't believe. He's too busy trying to explain God away, trying to explain peace away, trying to explain miracles away, trying to explain everything the Bible talks about away. This, that's, that, he, don't, he don't have the faith. Anybody can tell you that don't believe God. They don't believe in the God of this Bible. Or they might be sitting as a pastor somewhere. They might, they might be sitting as a uh, head of a denomination somewhere. But they are lost. You hear me, little boy? If they can't believe the whole book, they don't know God. I just stop preaching, but that's the truth. Well, I believe I'm a saved, but I, I don't believe in all that tongue stuff, and I don't believe in all that miracle stuff, and I don't believe in all that, that other stuff. Well, you don't believe the whole gospel. Paul said, I didn't come with, to you just with words. He said, I came with you with, with the power of God to demonstrate what I preach. That's what he done. Paul said, I don't only can preach it, I can prove it. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I don't only can preach it, I can prove it. If I say Jesus can heal the sick, watch. Look, he's going to heal the sick. If I say he can raise the dead, he's going to raise the dead. If I say he can heal cancers and disease and open the eyes of the blind, he's going to do it. Come on, somebody. God 
is the one that does the miracle. We do the believing. Because he can do whatever he wants to do. If you're missing joy in your life, it's because you didn't believe the gospel. Listen, we might be going through something. I'm not, I'm not saying you're lost or nothing like that. But we go through things. We, we feel the joy of the Lord leave sometimes because of, of everyday life. You know what I'm saying? Of trials and troubles. Those things come. Exactly. But if we can find in our heart to put our minds on Jesus and believe what he said, peace of God will come. Because you know that God loves you and you know he's not lying to you. Let me read you a verse, okay? Uh, this is one of my favorite verses when it comes to uh, verse Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. I'm going to show you something. Did I read it? No, I'm sorry. Let me read Ephesians first because I told you I'll go there. Huh? But now in Christ Jesus, in, in verse 13, chapter 2 of Ephesians. But now in Christ Jesus, who once you were once far off, has he been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our... <laughs> well, I could preach on that. He himself, who... Is our peace, whose mind both, who, who has made both one and has broken down that middle wall of petition, of separation, or petition. See, that curtain that was in that temple was separating God and man. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to get off into the temple teaching, you know, right now. But that was a separation. The only one that could go. Behind that curtain, every year was that the high priest, which was a symbol of Christ. But when Jesus came and died, the Bible said it tore from top to bottom. We symbolize now we can go to God for ourselves. We have that right, my Lord, to enter into his presence and enjoy his grace and his peace, the Lord. We have that right. That's your right. He's given you that freedom. All you have to do is receive it. All you have to do is receive his peace. All you have to do is receive his joy. He, he tore that middle wall, that separation between you and God. Now you can go right to him yourself. You don't need me to do it. You don't need a preacher or a priest to do it. That wall has been torn down. That middle wall, a petition between God and man has been removed when Jesus died on the cross. Hallelujah. For he himself is our peace. Who has made both one and has broken down that middle wall of separation or petition. Hallelujah. Let me read some, some for you, okay? You don't have to turn. John 16, 33 says, These things have I spoken to you that you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation. Don't think for a minute that troubles won't come. Don't think that somebody's going to rise up and try to cause you hurt. Don't think somebody's going to try to destroy you. Satan is the chief destroyer. That's his job. He's never going to quit that till God casts him in the, in the lake of fire. Till you don't have to hear from him anymore. And I don't want to get off into the, the millennium and, and, and when Satan's going to finally be dealt with. But you're going to have tribulation. You're going to have trials and tests. All right? But be of good courage. What does he say? 
I, or to be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. <laughs> if Jesus has overcome the world, and I'm joint heir with him, and whatever he's overcame, I have peace. Somebody listen to me tonight. I'm asking you to believe what he says. Believe what he says. You're going to have tribulations, but be of good cheers or, or be, be of good courage. I have overcome the world. There's nothing the world can throw at Jesus. There's nothing the world can do to defeat Jesus. There's nothing the world can do to stop Jesus. I am joint heirs with him. He has been made my peace. So he's asking us to, to believe him, to trust him. You know, the Lord told me a few weeks back, a few months back, he said, you tell my people to believe me. That's what he told me. And I ain't changing that message. You tell my people to believe me, to trust me, because you're going to see some great things. You're going to see some great things in this church. Souls are coming back. People that had backslidden going to turn back to God. New souls are coming in, praise God. Listen, I have that hope. <laughs> I'm going to see it. You're going to see it. And it's going to be amazing what's really going to take place when we're going to really believe what God says. And the power of God moving the Lord like it has never moved in this fellowship. And I know it has moved a lot. I've, I've been here at times when God has done great things. But it's even going to surpass that. Praise God. Well, but any of you dreaming, will you let me dream? Praise God. Because I know it's going to happen. There's some things God spoke to my heart. And I'm trusting him for it. Okay. And I'm going to keep plowing, and I'm going to keep plowing, and I'm going to keep plowing till I see it happen. All right? And it's not going to happen because I'm preaching either. <laughs> it's going to happen because the faith that me and you can, can put before God and say, God, we trust you. We're going to believe you. We're going to stand on your word. We're going to stand on the cross of Christ. We're going to stand on what Jesus said and done. Hallelujah. That's where it's going to happen. It's not going to happen because of me or you. Or any. It's because it's us together believing in the one gospel, yes. one mind, one accord. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory. One mind, one accord. Philippians 4.9 says, These things which I have learned and received, and you have heard. I'm sorry. These things which you have learned and received and heard. And saw in me, these do, and the God of peace be with you. And Paul's telling the Philippians church, what I've done, you do. What I've, what I've believed, you believe. What I've taught, you do. And the peace of God is going to rule on your life. What is Paul telling? What was Paul's message? Paul said, I didn't come with you. I didn't come to baptize you. I didn't come to do all this. I come to preach Jesus and him crucified. And if your faith is in that, the peace of God's going to rule your heart. No, you're going to have tribulation. You're going to have troubles. You're going to have Listen, don't, don't tell me now you become a Christian and everything's going great. It hasn't. There, there's been battles. There's been tests. And you know that your faith and your peace get shaky. But it's time we wake up and say, God, I'm going to trust you. God, I'm going to believe you. God, I'm going to put my faith in you. Hallelujah. I want to read one more verse, okay? Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. And this is one of my favorite verses concerning peace, okay? Well, you got a lot of them, but... Hallelujah. 
I'm going to ask you a question tonight before I finish. And, and don't lie to God. And don't, don't try. You only, I'm not even asking for hands even. How many of us really put our trust in Jesus? Now, I'm talking about, first of all, for really trusting him for our salvation. Are you secure in what Jesus did at Calvary? You're putting your whole life and faith and everything you are in Jesus. That's narrowing, narrowing it down. Huh? And I'm going to tell you the reason why. I've, I've, I was going to preach tonight, and I want to share a little bit about it, but I'm not going to stay on it. How many of us are really confident? I'm going to bring it back. Sunday, because I want to come back to that, are really secure in the cross. If, are we at peace in the cross? Are we at peace in what Jesus did at Calvary? Do we really believe that's going to carry us to heaven? Now, when I look at that, I say, well, if we are, why are we so compass and troubled about other things? And I'm not saying you're going to go, you know, life itself and you're going to face trouble. That's not, listen, I'm talking about this is our eternal life, our eternal security, our eternal, listen, I, I believe in eternal security on one basis. He that doeth the will of God abideth together forever. Just like it says in 1 John chapter 2, verse 16 or 17. Can't love the world, neither things in the world. If you love the world, the love of the Father's. Not in you. I, I didn't write that. The Holy Spirit wrote that. <laughs> the Holy Spirit wrote it. So I'm secure in Him. If my life is in Jesus, I feel His presence. Why is everything else troubling me? He said, don't be concerned with the affairs of this life. You know, it don't mean you, have to live, you don't have to work in this world and live in this world. That's not what I'm talking about. If all this stuff is troubling us, are we secure in Jesus? That's something that I, I wrestle with, okay? Even in my own heart. The peace of God. And it says right here. You go ahead and read it for me, Jen. In verse uh, Colossians. Yeah. And let the peace of God. Let's read it slow. Let the peace of God. Let the peace of God. Rule in your heart. How simple is that? Let the peace of God rule in your heart. Let the peace of God. Govern your heart. I don't know about you, but I know a lot of Christians that lost the peace of God this past election. And I'm not knocking my brothers and sisters in the Lord. I'm not judging them, okay? I have gotten caught up in that junk, and I had to ask God to uh, forgive me, Jesus. Listen, my, I'm, I'm not looking for who's going to be next president. I'm looking for Jesus to come back. Do, do you know you could die tomorrow? Do you know somebody can drop a bomb on us tomorrow and our lives are in tomorrow? 
What's going to matter? Who became president? <laughs> and I'm not saying that's not important. No, I'm not trying to make light of government or nothing like that. But the government that we need is the peace of God. Has to rule in our hearts. It has to control your heart. It has to lead your heart. It has to tell you what to do. The peace of God rule in my heart. The peace of God rule in my heart. I can ring that till, till, till the cows come home. We've got to get that one point. If the peace of God is not ruling in your heart, your heart is not fixed on the Lord. And don't get me wrong, I'm going to say it again. I'm not talking about trouble. You're going to go through tribulation. You're going to go through trials. You're going to, you're going to wonder sometime where God is. But stop yourself and say, God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you. My, the peace that you give me is going to rule my heart. I'm going to trust you. Because whatever you say, listen, his word is settled in heaven. It ain't going to change. <laughs> I don't care who's president. I don't care who's running the country. God's word is not going to change. It's going to always be the same. The same yesterday, today, and forever, the Bible says he is. God's word is still going to stand. It's not going to change. I, just because I say it's different, it ain't going to change. Just because you say it's different, it ain't going to change. Just because a preacher or a priest says something else, it ain't going to change. I don't care who the hell they are. They, if God's word don't say it, they're liars. Are you asking us to really believe that way? <laughs> if it ain't in this book, it ain't God. I'm going to say one more thing. If the Spirit of God is not in this church, this is not God's church. Oh, if the Spirit of God does not rule this fellowship, if the Holy Spirit is not ruling this fellowship, listen, just because you see some empty chairs, that don't mean God is not here. It's because he's looking for a few good men that will stand faithful to his word and believe what he says. You're going to be ready when, when them souls will come in, little Lord. Kevin, all of us. We're going to be ready when somebody's going to need prayer. We're going to be ready when somebody's facing dies, trials in their life. We're going to be ready. Because he's, he's, he's making us ready right now. He's getting us ready for what's going to come. Listen, you know what I was doing for the last five years? Getting ready. <laughs> you, know what, you know what my ministry was? I'm going to tell you what my I'd walk around, and I'm, I'm going to do that right. I'd walk around, and I'd see Sister So-and-so. I'd say, and see them, I'd take him and I'd pray with him. I'd say, God loves you. Come on, God's going to touch your life. God's going to do work. And I'd go around. I'd walk around. <laughs> listen, I, listen I, I, was, I, was, I was the floor walker. <laughs> the floor worker. <laughs> I was going around and, and, people, and speaking to people. And, and you know what? They would, they would listen. Because he knew I really loved him. And I'd pray with him. And I'd, I'd encourage him. You know what he was doing? He was getting me ready to come back here. Now he's getting you ready for when them souls come. Listen, when people start coming through those doors, don't hide yourself. <laughs> Go. Grab them by the hand. You, you are welcome in the house of God. <laughs> you, you, you're going to be blessed today. Hallelujah. Pray with them. They, they might weep on your shoulders. Take them and pray with them. Lift them up. Encourage them. When they're going to look at, listen, I, I tell people that one time. They got to see Jesus in you. 
And they got to see faith in you. And they got to, my Lord God, they got to see peace in you. Because if they come in from that world, listen, they're going to smell the alcohol. They're going to smell the nicotine. They're going to they just come out of an adulterous bed somewhere. Hallelujah. You don't know. But God wants to save them. Hallelujah. I remember a while back I was, I was at the church I was going to. And, and listen, I'm not telling you the truth. God had cut me up to pieces, man, when he showed me that. There's a man that came in, and Lord, look, let me tell you, he looked dragged down, man. He looked like he would crawl on the rock. <laughs> he looked, he said, and he looked like he, hell was all around him. <laughs> and you know what the Lord told me? He said, son, so that's what my grace is about. <laughs> I want to save him. And I felt, listen, about that little brother. I'm telling you what, self-righteous, looking at him. Huh, what is he <laughs> And God had to speak to my heart. I never did it again. Never, brother. Never. I don't care where they're coming out of, praise God. These are souls that Jesus died for. He wants to save them. He loves them. He wants to deliver them from their sins. It's when I started understanding. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved the wretch like me. I was a wretch. I was messed up. I was confused. I didn't know God. I was going to hell in a handbasket. But he loved me. And he died on that cross for me. And he reached out to me and he saved me. Don't never look at a soul that's coming out from that, that, that world. Look at him with the grace of God. Says Jesus loves you. Repent of your sins. He'll forgive you for every sin you've ever committed. From the time you were born to now. That is the grace of God. And they got to see that confidence. And that zeal in you. That love for Jesus in you. That peace of Christ in you. Got to see when they look in your face, boy, that boy there and that woman there, man, boy, they love Jesus. They got some peace. They flip the glow, man. They need to see it. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. I'm going to close right there. Man, this is good. This is good. Remember that Colossians verse. And I want you to mark it down. When you go, when you get on your knees tonight, this is one of my, where am I? I lost my spot. I want you to do something. Colossians 3.15. And I want you to ask God, Lord, let, the, let your peace rule my heart. Let your peace rule my heart. I was sitting back there, like I said earlier, and I felt it. To my mama, to Janice, I said, I could feel it. I'm going home tonight and I want to feel it some more. <laughs> I want to feel it some more. I want God to rule my heart. I don't know, but the last couple of days I've been feeling kind of at peace. I don't know, it just, it's been slow the last couple of weeks, but God has provided for me. And maybe he's getting me ready for full-time ministry one day, I don't know. I mean, I'm already in full-time ministry. There's never halfway ministry, okay? But to be able to be there for the people of God, to be able to help them, to be able to put a word of God in their heart. Hallelujah. Ask yourself a question. You don't have to answer me. Are you at peace with God? Is the peace of God ruling in your heart? You can have it. Let's pray. Let's stand up a minute. Let's just stand up. I'm going to pray now. Listen.
you know what you need to deal with, okay? You know what's missing. I want to go to, listen, when I get up in the morning, I want to get up with a song in my heart. I want to get up with a word from the Lord. I want to get up knowing that God's going to be with me forever. There's something about knowing that Jesus is your Lord. Something about knowing that he died and he knows that he's he's not sitting up in there. His spirit is here tonight. His spirit is here tonight. His spirit is here tonight. He wants to bless you with his presence and his peace. Lord, I just thank you for tonight. Let's pray. God, I pray for the Holy Spirit to to move here tonight. Hallelujah. We need your peace, God. In the name of Jesus, just let it keep rolling. Don't stop the the podcast either. Lord, I I just pray that you would touch the lives of those that are listening to this message tonight. That has been full of fear and confusion and trials and tribulations that come against their lives. They don't know God. They ask you the same questions. Why, God? Why? Lord... Let your peace come upon this church. And those that are not here tonight that are sick, God, let them feel it the same way. And God, those who are listening over the internet, let them feel it the same way. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, let it rule our hearts, God. Let it rule our hearts. Let it rule our hearts, Lord God. God, I praise and honor you. We give you praise and glory and honor. Let your peace rule our hearts. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father God. In the name of Jesus, Father God. Hallelujah.